Welcome to the first of our podcast series, 721, All That You Need to Know About Periods. I'm Shweta Gupta, a pediatric hematologist at the Indiana Hemophilia and Thrombosis Center at Indianapolis. I have the pleasure of introducing my wonderful colleague, Dr. Nefertiti Durant, who's an associate professor of pediatrics and adolescent medicine physician at the University of Alabama Birmingham School of Medicine. Both of us are proud members of the Foundation for Women and Girls with Blood Disorders, and both of us share a common passion, taking care of young girls and women with bleeding disorders and heavy menstrual bleeding. Welcome, Dr. Durant. It is so nice to have you here. It's an absolute pleasure, Dr. Gupta. The goal of our podcast is to provide a learning opportunity for healthcare providers and through them for our patients. So through this first podcast of our series, we want to help you identify and differentiate normal versus heavy menstrual bleeding and tell you how heavy menstrual bleeding could actually be a sign of an underlying bleeding disorder. So on that note, I would like to introduce our two guests in the studio today, Kimba, who has one Villebrand disease, a very common bleeding disorder. Kimber is also the proud mom of a 14-year-old lovely daughter, Kate. So welcome, Kimber and Kate. Hello, Dr. Gupta. Thank you for having us. Happy to be here, Dr. Gupta. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, since both of you have a laundry list of questions on periods, let's just go ahead and start. Kate, do you want to do the honors? Yes, thank you. My first question is for Dr. Durant. I have noticed that my periods are twice a month. Aren't they supposed to be just once a month? Is that normal? Well, tell me more about what you mean by twice a month. They happen every three to four weeks. Well, you know, actually, that may be normal. Um, I know it's not comfortable to have them every three weeks, but tell me, how old are you and when was your first menstrual cycle? I'm 14. My first period started about eight months ago. Menstrual cycles can be pretty irregular in the first two years for teenage girls. In general, menstrual cycles actually occur every 21 days or three weeks to every 35 days. It's abnormal only when your cycle is spaced out by less than three weeks or more than six weeks. But hers seems so heavy. Is that normal? Let's talk more about that. Uh, Kate, can you tell me how many days do you actually bleed for when you're having your periods? I bleed for eight to nine days. Okay, for young girls and women, normally the bleeding is for about five to seven days or less. But tell me, uh, do you pass blood clots? You know, blood clots are like dark red globs of blood that you might have noted on your pads when you change them. Yes. So we're going to add another question, Kate. Can you tell us how large the blood clots are? And so what I want you to do is tell me in terms of a quarter, are they bigger or smaller than a quarter? Or if you can tell me, um, are they roughly the size of an inch, bigger or smaller than an inch? Most of the time, they're the size of a quarter, and I notice them every time I change my pad. Okay, and how often are you changing your pad? Is it every two hours, every four or six? More recently, I change them every two hours, and sometimes I have to wake up in the middle of the night to change them. Another important question, Kate, to consider is what kind of pads you use. 
So do you use thin pads, regular pads, maxi pads, or overnight pads? Oh, since I'm the one buying them, Dr. Durant, I know. They're maxi pads. Has Kate ever stained through her clothes or bed sheets? Kate soaked through her pads before at school. I had to bring her clothes to school to change them into. We talked with her pediatrician about her periods. Is this all normal for a 14-year-old? Well, honestly, Kate's periods are heavy. Signs of a heavy period are if you're bleeding for more than seven days or changing your pad tampon every two hours or less or passing blood clots more than one inch or a quarter in size. That is why we say seven to one. And that's the name of our podcast. Since heavy periods can run in families, let me also ask you, mom, were your cycles heavy when you were young? Oh, yeah, they were. I started pills for my heavy cycles when I was in college. My mom and my sister also had heavy cycles. Actually, my mom had a hysterectomy when she was 40 years old. My grandmother also had some type of bleeding problem. We don't know what it was, but now I think it was probably von Willebrand disease since I know that I have it. Do you recommend that we do some further testing for Kate's heavy flow? So this is a story that I hear very often in consultations in my clinic. Uh, There are a number of young girls like Kate who have irregular menstrual cycles for the first two years. However, your daughter's menstrual cycles do meet criteria that are concerning for heavy menstrual cycles, which could possibly be due to an underlying bleeding disorder and could put her at risk for iron deficiency anemia. We know that uh, even for young girls who don't exactly meet the 721 criteria, excessive blood loss during your menstrual cycles could interfere with your physical, emotional, and social well-being. Not to throw numbers at you, but many people are surprised to hear that bleeding disorders affect 1-2% to of the general population. And then further, we know that Adolescent girls who have heavy menstrual bleeding, one in five of them will actually have a bleeding disorder. Further, girls who go on to be admitted to hospitals for heavy menstrual bleeding, at least a third of them will also have bleeding disorders such as von Willebrand's. I agree with Dr. Durand. Kimba, the fact that you have von Willebrand disease and your mother and your grandmother all had heavy menstrual cycles, makes it quite likely that Kate has a bleeding disorder. But before we go ahead and evaluate her, let me ask a few more questions which are related to bleeding symptoms. So Kate, have you ever had nosebleeds? Yes, I have them about twice a month, lasting for 15 to 20 minutes. They can be tough to control. Let me also add, just like my mom, I bruise easily and bleed through a couple of band-aids when I get a razor cut. Hmm. So like mother, like daughter, huh? (laughs) Yes. You know, that is concerning. All those bleeding symptoms are basically raising a red flag for a bleeding disorder. Tell me, uh, Kimber, as Kate was growing up, did she ever have to go through a surgery or any kind of a dental procedure? She's never had surgery, but yeah, she did have oozing in her mouth for about 10 minutes when she had one of her baby teeth pulled. Do you think she has VWD? Well, listening to her symptoms of heavy menstrual cycles, easy bruising, frequent nosebleeds, and bleeding with cuts and wounds, it is quite likely that she has von Willebrand disease, or VWD, as you referred to it. Because, you know, von Willebrand disease can affect multiple people in the same family. The only way to prove that is by doing some more blood work. 
And I would also suggest, Kimber, that since we are drawing blood today on Kate, let's just go ahead and draw a hemoglobin and an iron check. Because iron deficiency anemia is very common in young girls with heavy periods. And as Dr. Durant was mentioning, uh, it can affect your quality of life if you are iron deficient and you're having heavy menstrual cycles. I would also suggest, um, Kate, why don't you go ahead and download an app on your phone so that not only can you track your periods as to when are they going to happen next, but you can also kind of notate as to how heavy they are, like how many pads you're going through. Uh, are they completely soaked? Are you passing any blood clots? And um, the advantage is that these apps are mainly free and you can share them with me. So um, if you're interested, I would suggest downloading the Sisterhood app because I've had great success with that app in my clinic with young girls. What do you think? I think that sounds great and I can never pass up an excuse to use my phone. That's great, Kate. We definitely will help you to get that app. I want to go on and ask you some more questions about how your periods affect just your daily life. Does your period ever affect your daily life at school? Does it interrupt your class activities? For example, do you ever have to get up and leave class because of your menstrual cycles? Or if you're involved in sports or extracurricular activities, have you had to miss those activities because of your menstrual cycle? I'm pretty good now at changing my pads on time, but it does take a lot of work to make sure my bag is repacked every night. Sometimes I have to call my mom to bring me some extra things. I ended up missing school for my period every few months. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Kate. Um, it does seem that your periods are heavy enough to affect your daily routine. But you know, the good news is we do have some medications to decrease your menstrual bleeding. Would you be interested? I'm not sure if I want to take medicine. I'm not good with swallowing pills. I'm not sure I want Kate to take birth control pills. I mean, she's so young. Won't they disrupt her development? Can we just wait, see if there's a problem with the anemia first and think about it? So, Mom, I'm glad you brought this issue up. This is something, again, that's frequently brought up in, in our clinics. There are both hormonal and non-hormonal medications that can help control the amount of bleeding. The success on our hormonal medications ranges between 60% to decrease the amount of bleeding up to 95%. Hormonal medications may sound strange for a 14-year-old, but they actually do not change development or long-term fertility, and there's a lot of reassuring data for these medications. There are significant benefits in their ability to help our youth focus in their school activities and not worry about bleeding so much. Hormonal medications come in many forms and have a variety of benefits depending on the version that you choose. And not all of them are oral pills for our youth who don't want to take oral pills. Now let's talk about our non-hormonal medications. Non-hormonal medications decrease bleeding also. The amount that they decrease bleeding by is lower. It's by about 40%. Um, they only need to be taken during the period. What's the downside? Youth need to take several pills per day, and the pills can be quite large. We can talk more about the different options if you decide you want to pursue treatment. Oh, thank you. That's really helpful for us and gives us a lot to think about. Well, very good questions, ladies. I hope we answered all. It was a great pleasure meeting all of you today. Thank you, Dr. Durant and Dr. Gupta. We look forward to hearing from you soon. 
Thank you to our guests, Kate and Kimber. Thank you to our audience for tuning in. In our next podcast series, The 721, All That You Need to Know About Periods, we will talk about demystifying IUDs.